Welcome to the Women's Football Podcast, where we cover everything from the Champions League to the National League and beyond. It's a bit of a shorter one this week as we're gearing up to the start of the season, but make sure to keep listening to hear about everything that has gone on in the Championship and the National League. It's worth a listen as it was goals galore this weekend. On Saturday, Birmingham stunned Sunderland at the Stadium of Light with a 4-0 victory, three coming in the second half. Harriet Scott hooked in a corner just before the break, before Siobhan Wilson fired the ball into the top right of the net to make it two in 72 minutes. Not long after, Ashley Hodgson slotted home a rebound and Jamie Finn then made it four in the 82nd minute. This game also featured a return to football for Birmingham City player Lily Simkin, who had seen 736 days on the sidelines due to injury. So massive congratulations to Lily. We hope to see you featured more often in this Birmingham side. Over at Bramwell Lane, CSK9 was on fire as Sheffield United beat Durham by 2-0. Friend of the pod, Sweetman Kirk, scored a beautiful solo goal in the 52nd minute worked down from the left and in the 72nd minute she produced a textbook copy of Toon's beautiful chip in the Euros final an incredibly skillful goal that put the blades 2-0 up and sealed the game if you want to go back and listen to her pod with Anita Asante they reacted to the incredible 8-0 England win over Norway during the Euros make sure to listen to the Birmingham hangout down south Relegation survivors Coventry United are yet to register a point as they're beaten away 3-0 by Crystal Palace. Molly Sharp scored just before the break, before Anna Blanche added a second in the 61st minute, before new signing Else Hughes sealed the deal in the 91st minute. Crystal Palace have recruited well this season, so it's only a matter of time to see if they can challenge for that promotion place. Two goals in the first half was all that Bristol needed to defeat Blackburn on Sunday. Shania Hales opened up her goal-scoring account for the season as she capitalised from a corner in the 14th minute. Emily Syme made it two half an hour later. She slotted the ball past the keeper from inside the area after a flurry of shots from the Bristol attackers. It's now two wins in two for the Robins. It was a share of the spoils at the dripping pan as Southampton managed to come back from a two-goal deficit in the second half to clinch a point at home to Lewis. Goals from Hazard and Hack in the first half put the home side ahead, but the visitors responded after the break as Ella Morris made it 2-1. And then Northern Irish international Laura Rafferty swirled the ball over the keeper and into the back of the net to make it 2-2. Also, the Dripping Pan is a dog-friendly stadium, so if you head down with your furry friend, make sure to take a photo and tag us at TWFP1 on Twitter. We'll make sure to give it a like and I, for one, will very much appreciate it. The weekend concluded with a seven-goal thriller at Charlton as they battled it out with the London City Lionesses. The Lionesses got off to a strong start with goals from Napier and Primus in the 11th and 16th minute respectively, but Charlton capitalised on Rowe being brought down in the box to slot home a penalty to make it 2-1 before the break. Charlton were the first to strike after half-time, Follis drawing things level, but this didn't last long as Amy Rogers and Lily Ag put two away for the Lionesses. Kareen Henson clawed one back for Charlton in stoppage time, but it was too little too late as the game ended 4-3 to the London City Lionesses. That was all from the Championship, but for a roundup of the National League, I'm going to pass you over to Andrew, who has all of the details from Sunday's matches. 
Well, Nottingham Forest and Burnley both have 100% records in the FA Women's National League Northern Premier Division after the second round of matches. Forest beat AFC Fylde 2-0 with goals in either half from Sophie Domingo and Olivia Cook. And it was a penalty for Millie Ravening that earned Burnley a 1-0 win over Stoke. Newly promoted Liverpool Feds were handed a tough start by the fixture computer, playing last season's top two Wolves and Derby in their first two matches. But Leanne Duffy's side have shown their potential at this level, first by drawing one all with defending champions Wolves on opening day and then coming within seconds of beating Derby this weekend. Abby Pope put them ahead against the Rams, but they were denied victory by Amy Sims leveller deep into injury time. Wolves bounced back in style from their first game draw with the Feds by winning 5-0 at Huddersfield, while Shannon Stamp scored twice and set up another in West Brom's 4-1 victory over Loughborough Lightning. Brighouse Town's game with Bulby St Michael's was postponed after a power outage. In the Southern Premier Division, Portsmouth, Oxford, Watford and newly promoted Cheltenham have all won their opening two games. Pompey eased to a 4-1 win over MK Dons in front of a crowd of 358, while Leah Burridge scored both goals in Oxford's 2-0 win at Plymouth. Watford, relegated from the Championship last season, followed up an opening day win over Gillingham with a 2-0 victory at Bridgewater United. But Cheltenham, of course, have made a good start to life in Tier 3. They first beat Plymouth 3-1 on opening day and then came from behind to secure a 2-1 win over fellow newly promoted side Billericay this weekend. Ipswich, who finished third last season, have lost their first two games. Gillingham secured the points against them this weekend with two second-half goals. And in the other game in the division, London Bees and Crawley Wasps drew one all. Plenty of action as well across Tier 4, of course. One of the games of the day came at Short Lane in West London, where newly promoted Ashford Town Middlesex finally made their FA Women's National League debut after a cancelled fixture last weekend. Last season's London and South East Premier Division champions hosted Cambridge United are on the brink of an excellent first win when they led 3-1, but the U's fought back and grabbed a last-minute equaliser direct from a free kick. Ashford captain Alyssa Down scored a free kick of her own and scored from the penalty spot and afterwards I caught up with her. So Alyssa, uh, obviously promotion last season, fantastic achievement. Before we come on to playing in the league above, just reflect a little bit on last season and, and what that, how that felt for the girls. Last season was incredible. It was like the best thing that could ever happen in like your football career, going unbeaten in the league, winning three cups. I, I don't think that happens very often in the men's game, let alone the women's game. So... Um, I think the environment we had last season was, was amazing and I don't think it will ever be matched. Hopefully we match it again this season, but it's it's a new team, so yeah. A new team and also obviously a new challenge because when you make that step up, you've obviously got the momentum that comes with promotion, you've got the unknown quantity that comes with being promoted, yeah. but at the same time you've got that added step up in quality. So how has that been addressed in pre-season? What have the coaches said to you? Just give us an idea of how it's looking. Well, I think we've added really well because we've got people that have um, experience playing in the National League as well. So I think we've added to our squad really well. Um, obviously, we're a winning team. We, we know what winning feels like. We want to continue that. So I don't really know. It's just kind of do what you're, you were doing last season. Obviously, the, we beat some National League teams last season. So we have experience of that. It's more of go out, play what you play as you can and do what you can do, really. And it's quite interesting, actually, because of the, 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 the pre-season friendly schedule has been quite a mix of... You've played some Tier 3 sides. I know you beat Crawley Wasps. Uh, you've played Watford. Um, a really good mix, I guess, to prepare you well for, for what you've got lying ahead. 
Yeah, obviously we could have gone and played teams in the lower tier and got our confidence up that way, but I don't think our team is short of confidence. I think it's more about challenging us and see what we can do against the higher opposition and what we can do without the ball, because we know with the ball we're, we're really good going forward, etc. So it's more of a, a defensive element and to see how we can do with that. What's exciting you most and the team most about playing in the National League? I think it's because Ashford have never been here before. It's just to see there's girls that have been here since the bottom step. So to see how we can, how far we can go with that group will be incredible if we can go up another level. But obviously, we, we never know. <laughs> and as captain, obviously, how proud are you to to, to lead this team? Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm so proud to lead this team. Like it's just immense, really. Like everybody is just together, so it's so easy to captain. Like everyone, everyone's working towards the same goal. Obviously, opening the first game because obviously the opening game was was postponed. But yeah. the, the the first game you've played, three one up, ended up drawing three all. But putting that to one side, a lot of positives that went into that game against Cambridge United. Yeah, of course. Um, it's our first game in the national national league. We're not really sure what to expect. Obviously, we've beaten teams last season and the season before. To actually be in the league and to get a point out of the game, I think we can hold our heads up high. And obviously, we wanted three, but. It wasn't to be today. Looking forward then, final question. You've obviously, like you said, you're used to winning. That's going to take you so far because, you, you know, you've got that mentality. What sort of gaps are there going to be? Is it you talked about being you know, off the ball and being organised and, and defending well against the better quality attacking teams? Anything else sort of physically, fitness? What other bridges are you going to have to, uh, gaps are you going to have to bridge? Um, so I think... Physically as well, a lot of the girls weren't really going to the gym and things before, but now we know we've gone up to the next level. We, we need to put in the extra miles. A lot of people are doing stuff outside of football, um, but I just think we know how to win. It's just a case of we need to believe in ourselves in this level. Um, and if we do drop points, we drop points. It's our first, it's our first season here, so we just need to believe in ourselves and, and enjoy it, really. Thank you for that, Andrew. Now that's all we have time for here on the Women's Football Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at TWFP1 and at the Women's Football Podcast on Instagram to keep up to date with all of the pods that are being released. I've been Chess Warren and I hope you have a really good week.